understand. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Um, uh, the children of Bodom. Copyright, copyright. The children of Bodom version goes, I don't give a flying fuck, motherfucker. I don't give a flying fuck, motherfucker. I don't give a flying fuck, motherfucker. I don't give a flying, I don't give a flying fuck. And then it, it reminds goes, me of my big brother, the song that he wrote. No fucking way, no fucking way. No <laughs> fucking way, no fucking way, no fucking way. <laughs> We're um, songwriters in our family, obviously. I wonder what song was that from C.O.B.? It might have been um, Six Pounder, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, poor. Anyways, rest in peace, Alexi Leo. Uh, tragic, tragic loss to the guitar community some years ago. And uh, that's it. Five. Always four. <laughs> Three. Two. And one. One. Hello world, hear the song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back, happy hour listeners. One of the... Feel really bad when a guitarist dies. Oh yes, that is the instrument. That I was young too. I remember um, I watched Children of Bodom in not one of their final performances, but like a year before Alexi Leho passed, and he looked gaunt. Like I'm a thin dude. He was thinner than me without a doubt and i mean just i was like oh shit i even i was even there for like a, a vip meet and greet thing and he was there for like barely a few minutes while the rest of the band yeah. was there too so there was something going on uh there's so many like um artists who like randy rhodes ozzy osbourne's guy oh um i know randy like, rhodes fucking he was a fucking genius yep. um Eddie Van Halen, Prince. Um, oh, Eddie was around Eddie for a while, though. Yeah, he was around for a long time, but it was such a loss. Like that, he, he, Eddie Van Halen, man. Like, there's the, yeah. the fucking genius that that guy. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yep, and you're a guitarist too, David. Oh, I know. Believe me, I studied a lot of Rhodes and Alexi. Yeah. In my time when I was learning the guitar. Sorry for the face. Gary Bettman's on my TV. Oh, yeah. No, that's 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 quite a thing. For those of you living under a rock in Hockeyville, <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights absolutely demolished the Panthers tonight in such a fashion that I don't recall nine to three, nine. When it was announced that Matthew Kachuk wasn't playing, I'm just like, you know, well, they're the getting, thing with they're, like, they're getting the cup tonight, <laughs> winning the cup tonight. I get, I get folks being like, oh, Matthew Kachuk's great. If he didn't try to goon it up for the first three games of the series, maybe he wouldn't have got hurt. It's just hockey. It's hockey Play for man. the team instead of yourself. Guy gets two <laughs> misconducts in two games, game misconducts at that. I'm I'm terribly happy that both of the Stahl brothers and the rapist Nick Cousins are yep. going to be very unhappy tonight. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I, I am I, absolutely I, thrilled I am, about that. I'm very happy about that. But like, it's just this artificial team of Gary Bettman's that makes me like, it's just everything I get. Like, 
I I am a, 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 a purist, hockey purist. And these motherfuckers made it to the finals in their first year. And now they're winning the Stanley Cup. And it just, it disgusts me. Gord disgusts Miller me. had a great thing to say about that. What did he say? Just what recently. did he say? Tell me. Gord Miller says, and it's a I bit of a, it's a bit of a thread. <laughs> Gord Miller says this. I'll do it verbatim. The person okay. I'm happiest for tonight is Vegas president of hockey ops, George McPhee. Uh, the GM in Washington from 97 to 14. His teams endured endless playoff heartbreak. He then built the expansion Golden Knights, who went to the Cup Final in the first year, losing to the Caps. Further, feisty, intense, and smart as a player, and then as an executive, McPhee was on the losing. Oh, yeah. That's what he's evoking? Yeah, I know, of all people. But there's a bit more to it that I didn't forget about this, but it was mentioned. So um, he was on the losing end of three Stanley Cup Finals in Vancouver, Washington, and Vegas before this year and probably wondered if this day would ever come. It finally has. Oh, fuck. He's so, so he's been toiling for uh, six, seven years. What, whatever the, well, fuck ever since he's been toiling for every team he's worked for is the thing. So that happens. But now the Knights played their inaugural game after the 2017 mass shooting in Vegas, which happened very yes, close to the yes. arena. Uh, for those of you. Yeah. For those of you that don't recall, there was something like 50 people got killed in that shooting. It's the United States. Um, took place not far from the arena. Their first game helped the community begin the healing process. The narrative about the easy road for the Golden Knights misses that story. And I get that. I am very happy yeah. for Phil Kessel. Three-time <laughs> Stanley Cup champion Phil Kessel. One cup less than Wayne Gretzky. Does he have another in him? To see. Oh my god, Phil Castle, you fucking legend. Further to that <laughs> is Jack Eichel. Holy uh, shit. Of the 2015 draft class, who would have thought that it would have been Jack Eichel getting a cup before and not Connor fucking Matthews. Connor McDavid. No, that was the Connor Mc. I thought I thought Eichel was the Connor McDavid at the Austin Matthews year. No, so for that it was McDavid and Eichel one and two in 2015. Then I McDavid think Eichel. I'm completely misremembering who. I'm looking that up now. It was all. Yeah, oh, you're gonna hate yourself. It was Matthews then Line. I do hate myself. Yeah. I hate myself. So for 2015, McDavid, Eichel, Dylan Strom, Mitch Marner, Noah Hannafin, um, Pavel Zaka, Zach I've been completely lying to my kid, to Max. It's okay. It's okay. We lie to our kids all the time. About <laughs> I've been completely lying to him about Jack Eichel. First of all, Jack Eichel is Trump supporter. Fuck that guy. I don't like. Oh, yeah, that he, sucks. January 6th. Idiot. Fuck that motherfucker. Idiot. Whatever. And he's oh. also like super red. Like put on sunscreen. You're obviously extremely Vegas. <laughs> so for the 16 draft, it was Matthews Line A, Pierre-Luc Dubois, which we've heard some rumbling <laughs> about. He's not no, going to be a hab. Get over one. it. I'm not talking about him. God. So Dubois, uh, Pugliarvi, um, <laughs> Ali Ulevi. Ali Ulevi? Oh, and... Matthew That's Kachuk. And Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, so Clayton Keller, Alexander Nylander, Mikhail Sergachev. 
So Matthew Kachuk must be like he must be. There is like he must be on his deathbed. Yeah. Um, because maybe you should play the game playing tonight. Mm. I have I I have such little sympathy for Matthew Kachuk. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter. I'm David OJ at Glaucus123 on Twitter.com. And now on Blue Sky, Metal Dave. I got one of the codes. Wait, what? Would you like a code? I think I can acquire one for you. you. All right. Give me some time and I'll I'll figure that out. Um uh, we're the happy hour, happy hour on Twitter, happy hour. That fucking bird out, man. Yeah, have happy to. hour pod on Instagram and YouTube.com slash happy hour and happy hour.com. Now that the intros are out of the way, Knights win it. So the thing, the thing that, 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 Ooh, that very handsome young man, Martinez. Oh, yes. Also, Martinez, uh, game winning goal, handsome devil, game winning goal for the Kings in 2014 against the Rangers. Yes. So good story Maybe for him. Devil. His mother must be proud. Yeah. Oh, Max yeah. was to me the other day. Like we were talking about, um, we were talking about, have you heard about this kid? This fucking 18 year old baseball player kid. Did you hear about this shit? Baseball? No, probably not. He was on a cruise with his high school graduating class in the Bahamas. And through a uh, an American American kid from like mm, fucking Louisiana or some shit, he got dared to jump off the fucking ship, and so he did. I'm sure and that went never very seen well. Again, and this shit went like it went viral, and it was like people were filming it. Like it, there was even a shark in the shot. <laughs> it was at nighttime, obviously very drunk, must have been very drunk. But anyway, Max was showing me this video and I just went, oh my God, his poor mother. And Max is like, what? you always say his poor, that kid's poor mother. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but that's the first thing that I think about is his poor mother. It's, um, it's, I mean. I'm oh thinking of this Martinez guy and I'm thinking about how proud his mother must be right now <laughs> you know i'm looking at some stats and i i get it yeah so martinez too bad about the baseball player eaten by sharks sucks you know i'm eaten by, 18 years old super promising his poor mother i've been you know i've been pretty hammered in my life i've never been that hammered can you imagine me too that's what i was thinking too it's, it's like, like how much so i would never jump off a fucking boat yeah uh, kids these days. Anyway, so uh, Connor McDavid, I was just looking at the stats for him. He has 850 points in the NHL right now. He he is one season away from getting to a thousand points already. And he doesn't give a shit because he's never even come close to a cup. He doesn't that's give a shit. Yeah, I mean, cares about. that's it. He is going to. Yeah, that's going to be when I now. OK, now I'm going to go down a freaking hole that I didn't expect to go down today. All right. Oh, uh, here we I'm going down. Here we freaking here we freaking go. I just gotta find go. it now. Here we go. Where are they? Where are they? I don't want to talk about Connor McDavid. I don't like that guy. Oh, I don't like him either. However, he's from his girlfriend. I have to check something. Connor McDavid is a UFA in 2027. He's probably gonna want to go to a team that can win a cup. Yeah, he wants to. Yeah. That is gonna be 
crazy. But I mean, he's obviously very good at his job and he's a, a very talented hockey player. But um, but he's like he's not a good person. Like this is what like so first of all, he fucking thinks Evander Kane is this shit. Um, he cheats on his girlfriend. He has that house that looks like he's a serial killer. Oh yeah, his freaking uh, his 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 heated driveway. How dare he? Serial killer's house. That house. Yeah. Um, I imagine that an interior designer did that for him. Because allegedly, allegedly, I don't want to get sued by Connor McDavid's fucking people. You have to understand. Like he might be um a psychopath. The guy's a hockey player. I mean, I want to see what Sidney Crosby's house looks like, and I swear to Christ, if it's a carbon copy of what Connor McDavid's looks like, I'm like, all right, well, that tracks because they're well, don't, that, no, they don't know anything mean. outside of hockey. Sidney Crosby can do whatever he wants. Yeah, Crosby's he's okay. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He he's grew up as a Habs fan. Yeah. So please don't blaspheme. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's see what Connor else is going McDavid. on here. Ask my son Max about Connor McDavid. What do you think about Connor fucking McDavid? Guy's good. <laughs> he's like, I think he's a great guy. No, you don't. You hate him. He's a he's a Canucks fan. It doesn't lie. Oh, doesn't. I am so happy for the Con Smythe winner, Jonathan Marchessault. Absolutely. Uh, one, Quebecer. Quebec boy. One undrafted. Absolutely. Yeah. That's I like great. I like Marchessault. I hate the Vegas Golden Knights, but I like uh, Marcheso and Martinez, and I'm happy for their mothers. Man, there's oh boy. Ah, all right. So, anyways, in Habsland, um, not a whole lot of news, but one particular piece of news I think people are going to be absolutely thrilled with: they finally made some changes in the medical staff. Oh my god. Which Let's, is a whole oh. freaking thing. The head physiotherapist and the head athletic therapist, so physiotherapist and athletic therapist were both shit canned. That's very it's that's very interesting actually. That is a, a something that um is an interesting conversation because Graham Rhineband, he has survived so many um different administrations, so many different GMs. For him to be let go after like you know decades with the team as along with the other guy uh that'd be a donald donald bomb for interesting i think that's very interesting i think it's very um significant so more to that tony marinaro is the guy that broke that Tony. news Tony's now, always got the scoop Tony's has the scoop if people doubt Tony it's like mm, the guy's been around we already talked about all that the thing is um did the Habs announce it I don't think they did um no it was Tony as far as I can tell it, was, it was just Tony so that's wouldn't announce something like that yeah that'd be like for RDS or I really wonder hmm that's an in- interesting wrinkle but all season, or not all season, like when when the season when when people started getting the numbers together about the man games lost for the Habs, and it's significant. 
people yeah. people wanted Never, heads to I roll. Thought the number was fake because it just seems oh, yeah. so unreal. It is so outrageous. It's like um <laughs> I can't make that joke. So it's no. like um uh yeah, just for the past two seasons the Habs have been the most injured team in the in the league. Um and of course, you know, Habs fans are saying, "Well, heads got to roll then." I get that. Um, and I also get the idea from making changes to try to do something about it. Um, I always wondered, you know, maybe the team was just not experienced enough because we had a lot of rookies, you know, um, didn't have a, didn't have a lot of guys to like fight back, you know, to stuff about that. You know, of course we have Jack guy, you know, we, we do have veterans and whatnot, but it's just, I think we're kind of hitting it at like the worst point for the team's build. And uh, I'm kind of hoping that it's not going to be the case next season. But uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So then my darling, aside. my darling boy just mm-hmm. gave me these um, candies that are uh, out of circulation. Ooh. He found some and he brought me some. Fantastic. Um, it is a very... We'll see what the team has to say about it. They probably won't say anything. Right. Um, the French media will probably have a lot to say about it, but it is very interesting to me that Graham Ryan who's been who's been there for so long, is let go on the same day as another guy. I just I think that that's pointed. I think that's deliberate. For sure. Anyway. Hockey players, they want to play hurt. They want to play when they're fucking hurt. They're going to lie to you about how they feel. And it's just, it's like, <laughs> uh, you want to blame the doctors and blame the the the, the um, physical the physical therapist people or whatever. It's just like, it's going to happen on every team. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen on every team. Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, there has to be, hopefully... It's being because even at the um, at the season closer, you know, the question was asked to Ken Hughes, you know, what are we going to do about this? And Ken said, we're looking at everything. So it's it's not lost on the brass that this is, you know, an issue. Kent Hughes, I'm I'm a very big fan of this. Oh, yeah. Of this. Yep. I am. A, I am. A, I'm a yeah. huge Whatever fan. Whatever he does. I'm like, I'm down. I'm, I'm on board. I mean, never mind. I mean, I know we spoke about it, you know. You know, spoke about it to death last week, but the the Caulfield contract, fine. Holy crap, that's fine. Jesus, more than fine. It's just like it, 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 it's the culture, the culture that is being um, mm. cultivated um, with with the Habs. I'm I'm very much enjoying it, and it is very. I almost find it very, um, what's that word? What's that word? Uh, when something is like, innovate, not innovative, that's not the word. But it's just like, oh, there's Phil Kessel. Good. <laughs> Phil Kessel, three-time Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> He's got like a huge beard. Oh, yeah. um, it, 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 when... The the fact that we are building this thing around basically a couple of anglophones between Jeff yeah. and, and Hughes, 
like Hughes is obviously a Montrealer, but we're talking about a couple of Anglophones here. And that this is being accomplished is rather progressive. That's the word that I'm looking for for Montreal, because that was not anything that would have ever been endorsed ever. Yeah, I have a I have a feeling that Montreal is sick of losing. It's been 30 years. It's like Guy Carboneau, what he said about, um, what did he say? Was it about the coach or was it about the GM? He said, I don't care if the guy speaks Mandarin. If the guy can only speak Mandarin, I don't care (laughs) if he's going to win. That's it. That's it. Because, I mean, once you win, then it doesn't matter. I mean, they'll have a whole and they'll have a whole Mandarin block in Montreal for the guy. <laughs> a whole block of the city will be just Mandarin. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. The um, trying to think here. What else is going on? So in other Habs news, little things. Arbor Jack Eye, hockey player and ambassador. This is just off the Habs website. Canadians, Canadians defenseman participated in a fundraiser for three patients of the Angel Project. Which is nice. The Angel Project, it is an organization uh, created by Lizette Kingo in 2008, helps people in different kinds of precarious situations like patients who have been abandoned by their family or by society, who spend decades in complex care units and hospitals, or others who have been forced to try and make it on their own without proper tools or financial means. So folks that are just down on their luck, the Angel Project attempts to help them out and i it looks like arbor jack guy um you know was the uh, face of the habs at some fundraisers for that which is nice uh and kingo the that's uh, really person, lovely you know because yeah. it's not it's it's not a sexy charity no i can imagine a lot of people don't like that and you know? it's a very you know a lot of sad stories out of there um i'm gonna look i'm gonna look more into that so, uh, Lisette Kingo, who I mentioned, um, founded the uh, organization, created it back in 2008, uh, had this to say about Arbor, a real person with a big heart whose values are in the right place. And in my brief Snapchat uh, conversation with Arbor, I can attest to that as well. At the bar. No, but that's, that's, that's good. Did I know about this? Oh, so, all right, I think I'll, I think I mentioned it before, but what happened is that, you know, I frequent college bars because I'm bored. <laughs> and you should clarify that. No, no, I can't. There's no other way to put it. I'm sorry. The bar is a normal bar during the day. I'm there for a long time. It becomes a college bar and I'm there still drinking. So that's how Got it goes. You. Beer okay, garden yeah. in Albany. Um, God, so. <laughs> So I'm sitting there, and Albany, you know, has a few hockey schools around. We have Union, we have RPI, um, like, uh, Siena, I guess, maybe not, but Union and RPI are the big ones. So CNN. what? So what's that? Did you say CNN? No, Union and oh. Siena. Ah, okay. yeah, that's okay. Uh, Siena has a bigger basketball team than hockey. Regardless, uh, I'm sitting at the bar. I have my hat hat on. You know, a kid walks up, pretty burly kid, tall. You know. Well, well managed physically. He says, "Hey, are you a Habs fan?" I was like, "Yeah, I am." He's like, "Do you know? Do you like Arbor Jacki?" I was like, "That oh, I is remember this. That yeah, is yeah, not yeah, a yeah. question I would like expect at a bar, especially Who you know like, like Arbor Jacki." Exactly. So this Arbor, kid, like, this kid played with Arbor in Ottawa in juniors. 
apparently, or or whatever, like minor leagues before, you know, being where they are today. And I mean, when he when he says that, he also had Arbor on Snapchat, so he snapped Arbor, and Arbor, you know, you oh, know, yes, talked to us back. Yeah, yeah. So that's all it was. Very brief. My moment with Arbor. Wow. Moment. But that's like you you're gonna tell that story to your grandchildren. I know. I am. I'm gonna be like, look here, David Jr. Jr. the second and Davette. <laughs> David. <laughs> David Jr. the second. Did I ask this question <laughs> on the pod? How come daughters don't have juniors? Like junior something. I had this conversation the other night. My mother and my father named us Roberto and Veronica. Ooh. And that is their names. And it was always like people would call our house and say, you know, can I speak with Veronica? Veronica mother, Veronica daughter. Yeah. And so when I named my children, I made a point of Not- giving them their own names and their middle names are sentimental. Yeah. But their their first names are their own names. Mm. It's nobody else. Yeah. That's what my mom did too. My yeah. middle name is my grandfather's middle name because we're sentimental yes. about middle names. Yes. In my family. Yeah. Um the only the middle names are sentimental. Yeah. The only other thing uh that really happened hockey wise for the Habs was that Kent Hughes was that was at the combine over in uh Buffalo. Um so the combine's happening, which means that the draft is coming up very soon. Uh, which is at the oh end God, of this. I can't wait for this shit to be over. It is at the end of this month. That's right. Yeah. June 28. So almost two weeks from now. Give or take. So yeah. that means we have, we only have two more episodes of this season's happy hour. And then we're on to season right. seven. Yeah. We get, we start a new episode or yeah. a new season. That's right. And we get Can to we talk see. about what we're watching. Yeah, no, where I was about to get to that since we're kind of running out of hab stuff anyway. So okay. what are we watching? Okay, so what we are watching is um, I was listening to, re-listening to, um, uh, it, it, my favorite murder is my favorite podcast. It's a true crime pro- podcast, um, two women um, around my age from California um lead this thing and I, I absolutely love this podcast because it feels like I'm just hanging out with them like it's not produced it's not professional it's just it's just these two people having a conversation and telling each other about a crime they each tell a crime to each other and they were talking about um I'm re-listening to it so I'm 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 going back and I'm listening to episodes from 2017 because I got I'm finished I'm caught up with the podcast I like them so much I started to re-listen it's like what you do with Breaking Bad right sure when you go back right and so they were talking about a show that I watched called The Keepers The Keepers is on Netflix it is about the it is ostensibly about the murder of a nun in 1970 in Baltimore. It's not really about the murder of a nun, but it's these 
two women who were teenagers um, in the high school where this nun taught at that time who have been doggedly chasing down what happened um, to this beloved teacher. Because as we know, nuns are mostly evil hunts, like evil, cruel hunts. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to find a good nun. Yeah. So this nun, tw 26 years old, everybody absolutely fucking adored her in her class. So if it was a normal nun, nobody would have fucking given a shit. Right. But it happens that this nun was a really cool person that her students really liked. And this nun um, found out about the evil shit that the fucking priests were doing with female students and male students. Um, sorry, I shouldn't say that because it was an all-girls school, but there was um, a, a, um, a priest that went over to another school who was abusing male students as well. Um, anyway, this story it, it is absolutely heartbreaking. And it's just, it's, it's just, what, like, how, ex like, people just make it acceptable that this horrible behavior exists. It is, it's very hard to watch because of that, but I'm, I'm so proud of these girls. It's still unsolved. It's still unsolved. Brutal, brutal murder of this young nun. Um, but it's just like, people just let it happen. Let it, ha it's just like, it's kind of like, that's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The keepers, the keepers. On keepers Netflix. on Netflix. It's, None murder. It will, enrage, it will enrage you, but it's just like the first scene of this show is the journalist who chased this story. And he's in a gray sweatshirt and he's like white hair and kind of balding. And he's opening the door to his attic because he's going to go look at some files. And I'm just like, you got me. You yeah. got me with this scene, like all the wallpaper and shit. Um, Anyway, the keepers that keepers um, Netflix. It's like five years old, six years old, but um, I watched it a long time ago. But I was reminded about it when I was re-listening to my podcast. Nice, cool. Sorry. In an unfortunate way. Sorry to get heavy. That's okay. I'm trying to think what I was, what I've been watching Donald lately. Trump was arraigned today. He was arrested today. Yeah, fuck that guy. I mean, there's going to be more, more of it coming too, oh, unfortunately. Dead. Yeah. The, um, oh, I know what I watched. Yesterday, I watched Still, the Michael J. Fox documentary on Apple. Oh my God, I didn't realize he was a Canucks fan as a child. I thought he was a Leafs fan. No, well, there's a picture of him as a kid and he has a Canucks shirt on. I was like, interesting. I, I can't watch it. Um, I, I I'm able to, able to watch it. Oh, I love it because I think Michael J. Fox is cool. He's the best. He's just, and man, it's, I mean, they're, they're interviewing him, you know, now. And he's talking about, you know, everything. Because in the 80s, yeah, like like it says in the doc, he was the Prince of Hollywood, for God's sake. It was Michael J. Fox. He was Teen Wolf and Marty McFly. Then he had a bunch of terrible no. movies. Yeah, but and, and never even mind family ties oh yeah and that's With just that, yeah 
So that when that show came out, everybody was like, who's this fucking kid? There was nobody like him. No. There was Mm -mm. nobody like him. And Mm -mm. he came out and he was just like that like the world was his oyster. He he could do whatever he fucking wanted after family ties because everybody fucking fell in love with him. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Mothers, right. Mothers, daughters, guys, girls. Everybody. Fell in love with this guy. Everybody. That and then Spin City later on. Spin on City. ABC, which was... <laughs> that was a flop. Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, it was also... Compared to the movies that came out, like, after back to the future <laughs> which yeah. a lot of them i can't even remember like i don't even remember hearing about them um it's just it's really it's a really good watch not too long like an hour and a half you know just talking about everything and uh there's this one line that uh really got me where they were saying um they're you know speak to him now modern day you know he has um oh parkinson's yes parkinson's jesus and he was saying, well, I'm either going to be dead or there's going to be a cure in 10 years. And that's where, you know, what's, what are your plans now? He's like, well, in 10 years, he was saying that. And I was like, wow, he's got it, got it, got it in head at some point. That and um, how he met his wife on the on family ties. On family ties. Yeah. And she's still with him, thick and thin. I will tell you, I'm, I'm dating myself because I'm old. I'm an old person. Um, on family ties, I don't know if you can even appreciate this anecdote, but there was a, 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 um, a song that was like, like one of these songs that's like super grown song when you hear it, um, that became, that song became famous on family ties on that episode where he first kissed his wife on Mm, that show. mm, mm. Um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, I should be able to Google it, but I can't even think of it right now. It's just like the the cringiest, cheesiest song. Um, and that became famous because of Michael J. Fox kissing his future wife. Damn it. Damn it, Michael J. Fox. What is it? Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's probably in in the doc. People who are watching or listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I watched. And then aside from that on, on Apple, I'm also watching the uh, dystopian sci-fi drama Silo with uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who we will know from Dune and other movies. But I know her from the new Dune movie. And I was like, oh, Rebecca Ferguson is in this. And a bunch of like Common is in it as well, of all the oh, people. I love Common so much. Um, and, uh, what a nice person he is. It's about a people that live in a silo that's kind of like a fallout bunker, but it's gigantic. Like 10,000 people live in this thing. And it's like, oh, why are we here? Don't know why. We just live here. And then some people I'm go outside sometimes and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's mm-hmm. my type of thing. Oh, yeah. um, Tim Robbins as well in it. And, um, oh, uh, he's always a B cast in, um, oh, in movies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Who the hell is it? Who the hell is it? <laughs> this is going to make me, I hate when I can't think of folks. It is, nope, nope, not any of those guys. Nope. Will Patton. Love that old man. I can only, my mind is just Bill Paxton. Who's Will Patton? Who is also, okay, so Will Patton and Bill Paxton were in Titanic as the boat crew 
and he was one of the guys in that as well, if I recall correctly. As the boat crew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, it was 90 years ago. The guys that were actually like on the boat <laughs> listening to, you know, whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, playing that. the violins. Uh, no, no, no. The guys that were... um. The, the, the Titanic starts on like the, in the real world oh, in today times when yeah. and they have whoever the lady and she's older and she's telling yes. her story to the crew. Yeah. And that crew will, will will Patton. Oh, yeah. She's probably dead. I mean, she was for sure. She was old 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'm trying to think. Uh, will Patton. Um, What was his main? I, it, I, mm, it's going to be really hard to do. He was in Armageddon. He was in, um, Jesus Christ. Ah, da, 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 da. Superstar. Oh, yes. Inventing oh, the Abbots. Yo, do you know who he was? He was, um, the other guy in, um, No Way Out with Kevin Costner. Yes. This is a deep cut. This is a deep cut. And he, um, also was played the father of the illegitimate bastard from Yellowstone. Yep, and yep, that's right. Yep. Will Patton's a great oh, actor, though. No oh. idea what that guy's name was. Now I finally... He is a magnificent actor. Remember the Titans as well. He was in that. Yes. Um. Yeah, so Correct. as soon as you see his face, you're like, oh, yeah. that guy's everywhere, and he's always yes. amazing. He's amazing he's in Silo as well, just... An old grumpy deputy uh -huh. sheriff guy. Ugh. <laughs> All right, but that's it. I think we're past our time. Yeah, he is a wonderful, wonderful actor. I've just learned his name today. Yeah, that's Will Patton, not Bill Paxton. Will Patton? Nope. Bill Paxton is what. <laughs> that made me so sad they when were, he passed away. I really like Bill Paxton a lot. Wait a minute. Who passed away? Bill Paxton. Oh yeah. Like a while ago. That was weird. Yeah, he was on the um he that was, was random. He was filming oh, Big Love, that fucking show about uh the Mormons in the polygamy <laughs> marriages. That's like what a weird show. But I mean hell. I was watching it. a show about Mormons and the fucking polygamist too, mm. which we can talk about another time. Great. That sounds amazing. Big Love song by Fleetwood Mac. It's one of my go-to dance songs. Oh, nice. Just like blare it during the middle of the day. And um, it's Lindsay Buckingham. For real. Looking but, out for love. I think that's it. All right. We did a good job. Everyone have yourselves a, a good night. Uh, congratulations to Phil Kessel, three-time Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you all next oh my week. God. And one of the Vegas Golden Knights is holding his little baby. Little so Baby, those guys are going to get wickety wasted tonight. Yeah, those Goodbye. Are getting oh yeah. Bye 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 bye. Bye. There it is.
Yeah.